There are many signs, wonders, and miracles still going on in our world. Now, I'm always a little bit puzzled by the fact that many evangelical churches, especially in the 20th century, spent so much time trying to explain that there are no longer miracles and that that was in the era of the apostles and in biblical days, but not now. Well, I'm not sure that those same churches or pastors would be uh, quite so adamant now because in our world, there has been an increasing move of God in which people have seen and experienced miracles that is that is just really difficult to gainsay. Um, and these aren't all just what you would call Pentecostal people or apostolic people. There are people that are receiving blessings from God. If, if there were not miracles, then why would you even pray? It's always been kind of a puzzle to me why a person would pray if they don't believe that God would answer, that there is a dynamic encounter and relationship with God today, just like there has always been the possibility of being. And so when we talk about miracles, they certainly are miracles that are taking place in our world today. Just, just things that are, that, are trans, uh, that are transpiring that I know of are beyond description. They're like unspeakable. Like I know a couple in, our, in the local church here, in the Rock Church, Chuck and Simone had a friend whose uh, relative, I think father, was in the hospital, was dying of cancer. This is just a couple of weeks ago, was dying of cancer and had been uh, already documented how bad the cancer was and that uh, it was going to be terminal and all of the bad reports that come with many cancer patients and situations that all of us have seen or experienced and probably in our own families from time to time. But in the midst of all of that, uh, Chuck and Simone went up and saw this man in the hospital and prayed for him, just prayed a, a prayer of faith. Uh, the doctors came back in the next day or two. They checked this man and they said, it is gone. There is no cancer. And he can go back to work. And my understanding is he's already back to work as a result of God touching him. So how do you explain that? It's beyond the rational mind. We often talk about the fact that we in our Western mind are trained in to be, everything has to come logical and sequential uh, in the context of rationality and reason uh, and with the enlightenment and the coming of the scientific method, it has caused our minds to think this way. Well, there's many benefits of the mind thinking that way, but they're not all benefits because there is a world beyond explanation of just rational sequence. And these things are taking place. There's, there's, there's tremendous supernatural miracles, some of them large, some of them small, um, I remember years ago, we had a man in our church, Neil Ezel, that before we had even known him, he had uh, contracted cancer. Uh, he lived in the state of Pennsylvania at the time, and um, 
uh, went to church there, loved God, lived right. But over a period of time, the cancer kept taking him down until finally he was down to 75 pounds. Now, he's probably six foot tall, and um, he wasn't like a big brawny man, but he was a big man. And uh, one day he was working at the church. He could barely even walk. He, he, was, he, was, he was almost beyond being mobile. And he just said to the pastor, while they were out there working on a wall, he said, would you just pray for me? And his, his pastor prayed for him. He said it wasn't some big deal. It was like he'd prayed for him many times before. He just prayed in Jesus' name. And he said, from that moment, I started getting better. Now, when he was telling me this was like 20 years later, um, he showed me all the documentation from the doctors. He showed me the doctor's documentation that attested that there is no possible conceivable way to explain this except that a miracle took place. Well, let me pause to say there may be some of you that are with us today listening or viewing that you need a miracle. And so we're here to tell you that no matter what the devil says or what anybody else says that does not understand what the Bible teaches clearly is that God has a miracle for you. He can do this. And these miracles are taking place all around us. I know in Little Rock, Arkansas, uh, pastored the, the church there, First Pentecostal Church, pastored by Pastor Nathan Holmes, uh, in the last uh, few months in revival, over 300 have been baptized in Jesus' name. A young man, evangelist Taylor Fish, preaching, just preaching the gospel, believing God, and a, and a great influx of people coming in. This is, this is not just uh, something that can be explained through marketing or, or through some kind of sales pitch. This is the reality of the Spirit of God drawing people. Just last night, just last night, Pastor Nichols was preaching and uh, before he got up to preach, before just as he was walking into the service, uh, he pastors in Louisville, Kentucky, which is about an hour from Wilmore, Kentucky, where the Asbury University is, uh, where the, the, the revival move has been taking place that's been in the news for the last couple of weeks. Well, uh, he was here preaching, and he got a text from his associate pastors in the church there in Louisville. And um, they explained to him that there is a nine-year-old boy that heard about the Asbury revival, was very interested, just nine years old. And he said, while he was looking and thinking about this revival and very intently observing what was going on and hungry for God, that God spoke to him and said, you need to study baptism in Jesus' name. And he went to his Bible, this nine-year-old boy. This is just yesterday. This nine-year-old boy went to his Bible and began to seek God. Well, no, it would have been two days ago, but whatever, and um, began to seek God. And in the process of seeking God, he went to his folks and said, 
we need to find a church that will baptize us in Jesus' name. They looked in the phone book. The only one that they could find was the one an hour away in Louisville, Kentucky, pastored by Pastor Nichols, Todd Nichols. And uh, uh, Sunday night, two nights ago, Sunday night, this young boy was in church with 33 family members there. And the last report that I got was that several of them was getting baptized that night. And there was a tremendous amount of interest in this is just God drawing people. This isn't somebody proselyting or this isn't somebody doing some duplicitous or manipulative act to make this happen. This is the Holy Ghost moving in our midst. So if you don't have the Holy Ghost, if you have not been baptized in Jesus name, if you have a need in healing, God is there. Financial miracles are happening. I just attended just a few weeks back the uh, mortgage burning of the Inland Lighthouse Church in Rialto, California, pastored by Pastor Joel Booker, Bishop uh, Larry Booker. And uh, the, the, this they have a, a, an incredible church campus and everything was paid off completely. And then just a few days ago, uh, Jerry Rowley, Pastor Jerry Rowley came there and ministered to them and the Holy Spirit began to move and they raised like $1 million over the next 12 months. They're breaking ground. They're building a new sanctuary that will seat, I don't know what it'll seat, 13, 14, 1500. God's blessing. They're going to fill it up because people are hungry for God. There's a revival in the land. So when we talk about signs, wonders, and miracles, we need to understand that they're still amongst us and they are absolutely taking place uh, all over the place. Just uh, just last week, uh, uh, Pastor Miles Young here at the Rock Church was in Mexico and he was, he was praying. He was looking for a place for a training center in Baja, Mexico, uh, but somewhere around between... Uh, Rosarito and Ensenada in that area. And he was he was praying and seeking God. He found this little ranch, this 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 farm. It had a nice house on it and a double wide trailer. It's got barns. It was a horse farm. They and of course they had other farm animals there. Uh it's it's uniquely located between Rosarito, Ensenada, and the valley, there where all of the fancy restaurants are. They're they're world it's like world class chefs are in this valley. It's it's located in the middle of all that. It's got a view of the ocean. And uh, they were asking like $342,000. They were asking more, but he negotiated to that. He didn't have $342,000, but he was he was passionate about a training center for leadership and, and uh, a place that there would be an orphanage. And it's in this growing area, Rosarito, Ensenada. Rosarito's growing... I mean, it's it's exploding with growth. And many of them are Americans that are moving there to Mexico. Many of those work in America, but they live a lot cheaper in Mexico. But it's also exploding uh, with, uh, with native Mexican people. And in the midst of all of that, he's trying to buy this. He called me. He said, I'm just going to make an offer. He said, man, I don't have any money to, to do this, but I'm going to make an offer. And he made the offer. Um, and uh, while that's going on, he calls some of the businessmen in our church. He called one, and he happened to be in a meeting at a business session, not in Sacramento, but in another city. And some of our other brethren were there also. 
And so within 10 minutes, those five or six brethren raised $160,000 right then uh, towards it. And one of them said, why don't you ask them if they'll carry uh, the remainder of it without interest for one year and we'll be able to pay it off. And he, he made that proposal and the people said, we'll do it. The property, the, it's, it's in escrow now. This is taking place. This is like, how does this happen? Well, it's because people are blessed of God because they've caught the revelation of how God operates and that we all equally have an anointing in our lives when we receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And that's another point. I can't figure out why some people are so worried about people receiving the baptism of the Holy Ghost when it is a gift. It's not like taking medicine or some toxic poison. It's the gift of God. So if you're listening, God's got the Holy Ghost for you and it's real. Now, he's not going to ram it down your throat. You've got to want it. But when you receive it, and all of us that have received it, we know, we know, we know because we have it. And God wants to give it to you too. And somebody says, well, what about speaking in other tongues? When you receive the Holy Ghost, you don't have to worry about speaking in tongues. You just will. That's what happened in the Bible. Anyway, the miraculous is amongst us and it is going on today. And there is no telling what God is going to do. Now, this week, this week, starting tomorrow night, that's March 1st, the No Limits Conference starts. There is no telling what supernatural things God is going to accomplish in that, in that meeting. And you don't want to miss it. It's Wednesday night, starts at 7.30 tomorrow night. That's Pacific time. You, you don't want to miss Thursday morning. It starts at 10.30 uh, or Thursday night, starts again at 7.30 or Friday morning at 10.30 or Friday night at 7.30. I, I promise you, I am not prophesying, but I'm telling you what I fully believe. There is no telling what supernatural thing God's going to do that's going to explode out of this meeting. So if you can attend, you need to you need to get in your car or get on a plane or get on your donkey and get here as quickly as you can. If you can't, then tune in with this live stream. Go to therockchurch.com, um, Elk Grove, California. Get on the live stream and join us. God bless you. Thank you for being with us in all things apostolic.